1: Log Talk Radio. and welcome to Frights of the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and uh, tonight we do not have our co-host. I don't think she'll be joining us tonight, but if she does call in, uh, we'll talk to her because she's, uh, she's not available at this moment. But we have our guest for tonight, uh, Megan Deanna-Smith. How are you doing, Megan?
2: Hey, hi. I am doing so good. How about you, Jonathan?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Well, oh, okay, I told you earlier that I had a, I had a cold, so, yeah, I'm not doing perfect but i'm you know i'm doing a lot better than you know what's called but uh, anyway um you've
2: been better been uh, worse
1: yes yes exactly <laughs> um okay so to begin with um i i kind of ask like how did you get started in acting
2: oh okay um really weird story but ever since i could speak i always would tell everyone i'm going to be an actress before i even knew what it meant like <laughs> When I had my, you know, yeah, I remember having my confirmation in my Catholic church and the priest asking us what we all wanted to be. And I was like, I'm going to be an actress. Um, Like, just never really knowing what it meant. But uh, then I started to do it in, like, middle school and then high school and would take classes outside of school and majored in it in college. I just always knew. So, long story short, I always knew.
1: (laughs) Oh, great. Now, it kind of reminds me of – you know, I, uh, you know, I had, a graduate in summer school, unfortunately. And, uh, in summer school, they, you know, there's not that many people, you know, kids graduating. There's like five of us or something. So they could actually say stuff about the person. And I remember okay. it actually said that I was going to want to be the person read, uh, people that were like talking about the person, uh, personally, they said, uh, Oh, Jonathan wants to be an actor and a filmmaker, and uh, you know, like, yeah. And so, um, so I guess you knew at a very young age that you wanted to do this. This is what you wanted to do. Um, Can you describe what like your early career was like when you first started to like jump into like films?
2: Sure. So, let's let's take you way back to the early 2000s when I was making my own uh, films on my dad's camcorder. And I'm just so honored to be a podcast blog um, talk radio specifically because I've always absolutely adored horror movies. Um, It's Mm -hmm. always been my absolute favorite genre. I've just always been obsessed. So the movies that I would make when I was younger, I would do remakes of all the M night Shyamalan movies. Um, (laughs) So there's, remakes did you like
1: reimagine them do you do differently
2: no it was like the same scene the same dialogue but me and like my neighbor when we're 14 years old pretending to be mel gibson and aliens (laughs)
1: like that's what
2: i would do my first experience on camera (laughs) um i went on to also do fun though I loved it. I loved it. And any kid who, like, loves being creative or wants to be in the entertainment industry in any aspect, getting to just make content in general should always be so much fun, whether you're on a professional set or as a hobby. I think if you're on a professional set and it's not fun, then then you're not doing something right. Something's wrong, you know?
1: So was M. Night, like, one of your favorite, like, uh, filmmakers, or was he, like, an inspiration to you?
2: Oh, heck yeah. I... Adore, adore, to this day, M. Night Shyamalan, and I feel like the old M. Night is coming back with Split. I don't know if you watched Split. Um, Oh, I love Split. It was incredible. It's incredible. And the reason that I love M. Night so much is because he is such a master at creating original content. So he doesn't do remakes. he, He doesn't always do, like, trilogies or things like that. Like, for the most part, all of his stories are original, and they come from him, and Lately in this world, in this time in the entertainment industry, everything's a reboot. Everything's a remake. Um, And I hate that to a certain extent. Uh, So I love that his has just always been original. So definitely an inspiration to just be creative and come up with your own ideas.
1: Yep. He's even got a sequel to Unbreakable coming out uh, this year or next year uh, called Glass. Did you know that?
2: Yeah, and it's gonna combine the split world with the unbreakable world because James McAvoy's character is comparable to Bruce Willis's character. So he there's rumors uh, and he kinda said that it's gonna involve both, which is crazy.
1: <laughs> maybe they should uh maybe they should put the uh was it the visit kids in there too. Like just have it all all his um, whole world, you know. You know, oh, I should yeah, like those I kids.
2: Forward to- Pop out blind and yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you seen the visit?
2: Yeah, I did with the two the grandkids and oh gosh, that was also awesome.
1: Yeah, well, this is definitely a very good take on the um the Red Riding Hood or not Red Riding Hood um what's the kids that uh Hansel and Gretel, you know. Hansel and of, Gretel, yeah. Like, yeah, it was a Hansel and Gretel story. Um, but what I really liked about it is those kids later on went to do Better Watch Out, which I don't know if you've seen that or not, but that movie is amazing.
0: What's what's that?
1: Okay, so the two kids are in it. Um, one plays like a babysitter, and then the, uh, the, the girl plays the babysitter of this kid. And then it becomes like a um, – she's just babysitting over Christmas, and um, when she – uh, all of a sudden, like, her house, the house gets taken over by, um, uh, it, it becomes like a, um, what is it, um, a home invasion story. Uh, but oh. it's not your typical home invasion story, and I can't give any, like, I can't say anything because I don't want to give any spoilers, you know, but there is a really great twist to it. Um, so, and it's uh, better, better watch out? Yeah. It's really good. Um, but anyway, we're here to talk about you. Um, well, so, hold on,
2: guys, real quick, uh, I, I'll take the, the visit real quick. So Catherine Hahn, I adore, cause I also, as much as I love horror films, I also do comedy. Like I'm a comedian and you know, I've studied dramatic, whatever, but Catherine Hahn is in the visit who I adore as a comedian. She's so hysterical. So it was awesome to get to see her you know, in a, a horror film, but still bring, like, realism and light to the story, but, so that's the kind of career I want. I want to be able to do the, like, raunchy comedy she does, but then also get to do horror movies, so it's, like, a perfect mix.
1: Exactly. And I think that's 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 the beauty of, um, of horror and comedy. Like, I almost feel like both of them can be kind of intermixed together. You know? Um, I Well,
2: especially from, hashtag from Jennifer, from Jennifer, the movie that we're Kind of going to talk about that one. I think is the perfect mix of dark comedy and horror.
1: Exactly, and um, I think your character in From Jennifer. So let's let's talk about that because that's really like the main main thing. But like, um, you know, seeing it twice, um, I I just I really really enjoyed your character. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she was just very peppy and um, upbeat, and um, it. You know, like you could see, kind of why she would get all these good jobs. She wasn't like there to hurt anybody, you know. Like she was just kind of like the lucky girl who's, you know, um, out there making YouTube videos and and getting famous, you know, or whatever for that. And I just think that was that's. I I loved your character in it, and um, uh, I loved uh, first of all, I loved uh, the scene with you and Derek Mears, which I, we don't have talk about. Specifically, if you don't want <laughs> to kind of spoil spoil anything, but that scene was hilarious, and um, uh, the scene with uh, with Tony Todd just two you know two powerhouses that you got to kind of work with. You know, I think that's awesome.
2: Incredible. Yeah, I I'm so blessed to have been able to work with those two. Not only just as like within the horror community, but like in the acting world in general, those two men are so incredible and. I've had scenes with both. Like, ah, it's just crazy. But thank you so much for saying you loved my character, my performance too. You are so sweet.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, it's true. Um, I what I I think uh, is you bring comedy to kind of like like Jennifer, uh, the, the girl who plays Jennifer. Um, I'm blanking on her name, um, but no. she was she was great. What is that?
2: Her name is Danielle today.
1: Okay, yeah, she was she was she was wonderful, but um, I I hate to say it, you kind of steal steal some scenes because whenever you're in the oh. scenes with her because your character is too like your character is upbeat when hers is a little bit more morbid and crazy you know like she has to kind of play the straight straight person compared to your you know kind of you know fun uppity you know kind of character. And everything. Yeah, for sure.
2: So. Well, also, I, I wanted to be careful, too. So, yeah, so my character in the movie from Jennifer, her name is Stephanie Hart. And like you said, she's kind of just like a YouTube star who's using her YouTube fame to get roles in movies. And, you know, when you initially look at the surface and when I first got the script, it's super easy to want to be like, oh, she's a YouTube star and she's an idiot. And she, like, is so dumb and doesn't know what she's doing. Like, you know, it's, it's easy to go that route. But for me, you know, I, I worked really hard like setting the script and, and working on things to make her a real person. And she's not an idiot. You know, she knows what she's doing. She's smart. She brings cameras because she knows how things work. And I, it was hard for me to like try and find the balance between being like bubbly and silly, but also kind of intelligent at whether or not she realizes it. Um, so that character was amazing for me because sometimes you see like just like you said not the like the crazy outrageous goofy character who doesn't have any depth and I feel very grateful that Frank allowed me that Frank's the director to just find the depth within her and also make her a real person, you know.
1: Right, for sure. Um Laura just called in, so let's uh let's bring her on here. Um Hey, Laura, you should be on. Hey, hey
0: what's up? How are you?
1: Uh, Good. Uh, Laura, this is uh, Megan. Do you guys know each other personally at all? Like, have you ever met or not? No, No, I don't
0: think so.
2: Yeah, I still haven't met you, even though I know all about you from the Jennifer verse. you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Because the world is so small in the Jennifer world. Everything just overlaps each other.
2: It kind of does, though, especially now with uh, you know that the franchise has continued. Some characters are being brought into this most recent film,
0: too. So it feels like we're all a small little family. So it's weird that exactly. I haven't met my family. <laughs> exactly. No, I was excited. I, I apologize that I'm late. I was doing some stuff. Um, but I'm really excited to be talking with you today because um, when – Jonathan originally told me that you were going to be on on, um, for tonight for the show. I got super excited because I heard all about you from the whole, you know, the Jennifer series and all this stuff. And I was just like, you know, I'm a part of the Jennifer series, too. It would be so much fun to kind of just hear her out and hear, you know, what she thought of her experiences and how, you know, because the group, the Jennifer group, everyone that's been a part of each film – is just so loving, and they love the art, and they love the art form, and they love what they do, and they love horror, and they and we're just there not only to, like, have fun, but everyone is there to give it their all, and that's just what's so great about that team. And every film, the team just gets better and better. So thank you for well, being a part man. of it.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so welcome, but that was just so eloquently put. Yes, I agree to everything Laura just said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and I actually, I kind of, feel like, I, I felt bad for, for thinking this, um, but you kind of brought up a good point, uh, Laura, because, um, it, it seems like each Jennifer movie get, does get better and better, like, yeah. in, in some way or another. Like, um, I don't think it's, like, it has nothing to do with budget, it doesn't have anything to do with anything, it's just, it's just that's the way it's going, I think, you know, It's just each one, um gets, you know, kind of better and better as it goes and I I love exactly. that, you know. Exactly. I think you want to yeah. see the next one.
0: Exactly. And I will say I have um I know what's happening in the Jennifer series for what's to come and I will say it it does just keep getting better. One of my really good friends is going to be in the next one. And I'm not allowed to say who it is yet, but I will say watch out. It's it's gonna be amazing and it just again, like you said, it just gets better and better and the storyline gets better and better and I can't wait to see where it goes. It's really good. I so.
2: speaking of film, I am so stoked because um James Cullen Breswick I do you do you know James Cullen Breswick, Jonathan?
1: I yeah we're we're friends on Facebook and and Twitter you know like oh, so yeah I'm, and I've had him on my <laughs> show before too he's been on the show with uh, Zach yeah um, Ward though oh Zach
2: Ward yeah oh that's so funny well so yeah. I actually I'm Zach Ward and James doing a Sharknado film called Sharknado Heart of Sharkness um,
1: oh yeah I on saw v- that years ago
2: <laughs> you did.
1: Yeah, years ago. Oh, it was a little while ago. I don't know if it was years ago, but it was. I saw it on Amazon Prime.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, so I'm in it. I play like the girl who ends up playing Tara Reid's part before she gets cast, in, like the real Sharknado. It's, it's a mockumentary about the making of the Sharknado films, and it's hysterical. And y'all should watch it on video on demand. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I, that's how I met James, and then James like introduced me to Frank, who was the director of. From Jennifer and got me the audition and whatever. And James was the one who messaged me, you know, a couple months ago and was like, Hey, we want to do another Jennifer movie. Are you in? We want to bring your character back. And I almost pooped my pants because I was like, <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my God, that's incredible. Um, so I was stoked to see how I was going to be involved because up until this point, each film is a standalone, if you will. They have similar themes, but none of the characters are in the same movie. Yeah um but so for this one i was like what they're bringing stephanie hart back yes please um and so there's a couple other characters that are being brought back and i start filming on tuesday and i am so stoked yeah it's
0: exciting they happen so fast they're just like put like throwing them out so quickly this series and it's it's literally i feel like they're they do two a year They've been doing two a year the past couple of years, and um, it's just—I don't know—it's just phenomenal. The team is just on it; they're they're in love with the idea, and they just want to keep it going. It's awesome.
1: Now, uh, it's so awesome. Megan, you were you were mentioning earlier uh, that with your character, uh, you kind of had a uh, a way to bring her out. Like you figured out a way to like you know kind of bring her to the screen. Can you tell us, like, any, any kind of tips that you have as an a- a- actress to actually, you know, to bring a character that and make them real?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, well, one thing that helps me kind of make the character realistic and my own is that there's a part in the film where you see a whole bunch of, like, YouTube videos that Stephanie has put up online as um, Jennifer's kind of in- introducing who this character is. And those videos, Frank just said, hey, film it on your own, do whatever you want, write it, shoot it, and just hand me what you want. So he let me create content for a character, which normally in a feature is extremely rare. Um, normally, the director or the writer isn't just like, oh, go write some scenes, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. that got to help me specifically in this movie. But in general, as an actress, I'm the type of actor who finds what in me is in the character and then what in the character can be in me and like whatever. So for Stephanie, I am a totally positive, upbeat person. I love laughing. That's definitely something that I enjoy. Um but I also feel like if people around me were dying, like a director of a film that I made or whatever, some crazy stuff that happens and from Jennifer, you know, she's a human. She's not just a person written on a piece of paper she's three-dimensional and so you have to think like how would you react and if your reaction you think would fit the character then that's perfect that makes the acting a little bit easier but if you think she wouldn't act in that way you have to think of well what is realistic for her um but for me it's always just been easy to find bits of me in my life how I actually act that can fit in the character um and then make tweaks and I don't know, it it helps when you have a good director as well.
0: Exactly. For sure.
1: That was that was a very good response. Thank you for that. Um, you know, I I would love to hear that kind of stuff. I love to hear that a hey, um you know, how an actor, you know, process works like I love to hear the stuff like people um are, are method actors or something, you know, like that always just mm-hmm. makes me laugh, you know. And uh, people who take it way too seriously, like James Franco, I think does that stuff. You know, like a lot. He'll, you know, become the person or whatever, and it annoys people. You know, but it's hilarious. And um, well, I, I actually love hearing that kind of stuff. Artists,
2: yeah, for the disaster artist, he because he directed the film too. He directed it as Tommy Wiseau, I heard. James Franco um Mm -hmm. so he would talk in that accent when he was giving actors direction which is insane to me i would have never been able to take him seriously because that character is so hysterical but yeah that's that's always a little bit weird to me but then also on the the other side of the coin when people are like oh if your character needs to cry you know just imagine something sad that happened in your life and to me that doesn't work
1: at all you have
2: to like if I'm thinking about my dog dying, while you know I'm supposed to be crying in a movie that has nothing to do with my dog dying, I don't think that's realistic or true to the character at all. I think you need to get in the head of the character. But um, so that's weird to me too. Like don't you hear sometimes when actors are like, oh I just think of something really sad that happened to me. Like how is that true and real to your scene, to your scene partners, to the the character? Like that seems like bullshit to me. Oh, am I not allowed to swear?
1: <laughs> oh, you're you're allowed you're allowed to cuss as much as you want. So it's it's
2: fine. <laughs> oh, <but> do you, <laughs> but, you know what I mean, guys? Have you heard, like, actors who
0: do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Laura, do you want
0: to take that? <clears throat> I, I, just as far as, like, method acting and crying and all that other stuff. I mean, I, I agree um, that Megan's saying it, it's hard to be on set with people. Uh, for me, it's like a job. Like, it's for me, you know, acting has been something that I've been doing forever. You know, I've been doing theater and Broadway for a really long time, and then, you know, now I'm doing film. And the one thing that we've learned as theater actors is, you know, you go to your rehearsal, you do your rehearsal, you go to your show, you do your show, then you go home, and you're normal. You know, I feel like you aren't an actor, if you have to be that person 100% all the time. That means if you, you're a better actor, I think you're um, even better if you can pull yourself away for a minute, go home, pull yourself away, and be normal, and then you know, you're on set and you could snap right into it. You snap right into totally. it, and you're in it, and you're there. And then, no sooner I walk to the dressing room, I'm myself again. And anybody I ever worked with will tell you that that they they get surprised, you know. No, I'll be laughing hysterically, joking with my peers or whatever, you know. They call me, okay, Laura, it, this is your like, you know, big major cry scene or whatever, and or I have to go crazy and like, you know, go crazy and hit someone in the head or whatever. And I'm laughing and joking with everyone, and then I get on set, I put my earphones in for, like, a minute, and then I take them out, and then I do my scene, and then I'm literally, like, almost bipolar. And sometimes directors, like, they they think it's hysterical. They're like, Laura, you're literally bipolar on set. Like, we don't know when you're going to, you know, switch, because they have no idea, because I'm always myself. When I'm not on that set, I'm myself. And it lets everyone be comfortable. It lets them know they can come up to me. They can ask me questions. And unless I'm doing something where I know, okay, I need a few minutes for this, I'll let people know. I'll be like, look, this next hour or the next 15 minutes, I I need my space. And everyone's like, okay, cool, chill. And then I do my thing and then I'm done. But I, that means I, I'm relaxed. I go home and I don't have a headache. I go home and I'm not, you know, uh. You know, um, you know, crying to my pillow like this was the worst, Like this, like the longest day of my life. No, I go home. I'm like, that was a productive day. I, I think I, I, you know, pushed myself or did this and that, did that because I'm not in the character when I go home. I'm normal, and I, I yeah. don't have a lot of friends that, um, are method, and um, it e- even speaking to them even I don't know when they're normal. You know, when I'm going out to dinner with them, I don't know if that's really them or if that's their character that they're being for the week. It's really hard to be around people like that, I will say. It really is, and it's a struggle for other actors on set to be around people like that because it's it's kind of like when you want to just talk to somebody about, you know, how you're feeling about a scene or whatever and that other person can't give you that, it's very difficult, you know. Oh, oh, I don't
1: know. I had I had asked a um I had asked a girl, an actress that I uh I, I met at a convention, um, and I won't say her name or anything, but um uh just cause, you know, she's not you know, told her I was gonna say this, you know, or whatever. But I, I asked yeah. her, she was a method actress and she laughed at me and said uh that um not in a mean way, but she laughed and was like, ah uh no, whenever the, you know, the camera's, when the camera's off me, I'm my happy, ditzy self, and then when the camera's yeah. on me, on me, I snap into whoever I'm supposed to be at yeah. that
0: particular
1: exactly. moment. Yeah. And, yeah, and
0: that's uh, how like, I feel like I mean, but that's not for us to say. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, whoever, whoever like, the technique anyone, any actor chooses, because for me, it's an art. Whatever that person chooses, I respect it. It's not for me. I respect those people that choose the best methods their way, but it's not for me. Like, I definitely do my study, and I definitely go on set, and, like, you know, for, like, an hour before my thing, I'm in character or whatever. But I'm not like that the whole day. You know, and 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 like going back to what Maggie was saying about the crying and you know the emotion and stuff like that. You know, for me, sometimes I I I you know I do think of things that I've been through and I do get into that mindset and I I put myself far far away and distance myself until I'm there. But everyone has their own little thing. Everyone has their own little thing. So I, I you know it, it, it's it it's just harder when you're on set and you're not a method actor but you're you let's say my my love partner is and he comes up to me and he tells me he wants me to be in character the whole day for him but i can't do that because then i feel uncomfortable you know what i mean that's when right. it, that's when it gets difficult on set but we then as long as you find a, a method actor that's willing to give and take just like i'm willing to give and take if i'm if we're both like okay maybe not all day but for this consider amount of time I will give you what you need and he can vice versa or she can vice versa then it works and again it's just finding the right team it's finding the right people that you like working with and you know and and to each their own you know everyone has their own process and if it works for them if they found if they did the one scene and they were doing method and they got great reviews and it was because they had done that technique so they decide to stay with that then that's for them. And, but for me, I, I've, I've found that. I didn't need to do that, to, so I'm, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah. I want to I wanna back off of kind of what you said when you referred to, like, that's not acting. Um, I totally agree, and I'm constantly saying, so the main two examples that I go to is, the so Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, won, finally won his Oscar for The Revenant, which is great, and his performance was incredible, and the movie was stunning, and it was beautiful, and whatever. But yeah, it's not acting when you're actually eating raw animal meat,
1: right? Yeah. Like,
2: that's not acting when the director is putting you actually in, like, negative degree temperatures. Like, to me, as an actor, you should be able – a director, you should be able to give you the performance of their pretending to eat that because that's on. – we're living, truthfully, under imaginary circumstances. That's what acting is. Yeah. And so, yeah.
0: if you're
2: actually eating raw animal meat, that's not imaginary. Like – So, of course, he won the Oscar. He was actually doing that crap. Um, But also, too, back to, like, the horror world, um, because I was talking to you how I'm obsessed with horror films, but one of my absolute favorite horror films of all time is The Blair Witch Project, and the movie's incredible, but if you do research on what the director made those three actors go through, it's so brutal and unfair and really did make sure that they got lost in those woods and really didn't yeah. provide them with food and crafty and all this stuff. And to me, again, yes, their performances were very realistic, and it's one of my favorite films, and I guess it worked. But you should be able to trust your actors to act. Like, exactly. if there's a who right. get lost in the woods and refused to feed me, I'd
0: sue him. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly, because that's our jo- like you said, it, and, um, and what we're talking about is, like, it's our job. And, and Going back to the trust thing, that's our job. And if you don't trust me by now by how many projects I've done and whatever you've seen me in or whatever, then maybe I'm not for you. You're something, you know, or whatever. But, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't trust their actors. And I'm like, I think, you know, if you're hiring them, then you trust them. If you're at the point where they did a good job for you, where at the audition or whatever, and they're professional and this is what they do, and they show you that, then you should trust them. And there's there are a lot of you know um, directors out there that that like for some reason you get on set and they treat you like a kid, like you don't know what you're doing, and and it's like wait what? Like, no, it's it's okay, I'm good. Like you know, it's like it's okay. I know what I'm doing. Well, you not, know, and it's not only that they're not
2: trusting their actors in situations like that but they're not trusting themselves and their own directing ability like if you can't yeah direct an actor you know in a communicative way to you know act like you're freezing then maybe you're not a good director either
0: yeah (laughs) yeah exactly yeah, and it's yeah. crazy, like how many stories I hear from from other actors, you know. And luckily, knock on wood, I I work with great, and everyone I've worked with, we've all trusted each other, and, we, and we've managed to make amazing stuff that we love. We don't care if anyone else likes it, but we love it, and that's all that matters. As long as we do something that we love, that's that, then we're good. We made it. We did a We did good that day. And I've been lucky that I've been working. You know, shout out to everyone I've worked with out there. Um, like, we've all trusted everyone and what they put to the table, not just acting, but we've trusted the sound. We've trusted the lighting. We've trusted, you know, grips, you know, a scripty. Everyone out there is just pulling their, pulling in whatever they have. And, and um, you know, out of all these other horror stories I've heard from other people, I feel like I am very lucky, and I'm lucky to have worked with the people I have. And now that I'm talking to you, Megan, I'm like, you seem chill. I would totally work with you. <laughs> <laughs> Who to seem very be much alike,
1: fair. like a a blonde and brunette version of each other, you know like there
0: we go well there's a there's a film for you right there already I can feel it like, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, start writing something, let's go <laughs>
1: uh, oh sure, maybe I will um no, I, I, okay we gotta we gotta get uh get to like um uh the meats and potatoes of of things, like I wanna know kind of um what's kind of been the hardest thing that you've um had to to deal with being on set, uh Megan? Hardest thing
2: that I've had to deal with someone's phone is ringing.
1: The <laughs> that mine? Oh,
0: I'm, I'm I'm sorry, it's my I can't I don't I can't find it. Oh here it is. It's my <laughs> other phone. <laughs> I'll put it away. Go ahead, answer the question. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't <laughs> think when the phone's ringing.
2: No, uh, <laughs> the hardest thing for me on set. Well, I would say the hardest thing for me was when I was first getting on like real professional sets, is realizing set etiquette. As far as you know, finding the balance between speaking up for what I feel like the character would do or say or need versus trusting the writer and the director. And I think when you're in college or, you know, whatever, doing student films, it's much more of a collaboration among all parts and players and actors are like, no, I think I do this and this. Um, But that's not always how it works on sets. And so when I got onto my first professional set and I realized really quickly, sometimes I need to keep my mouth shut. You know, and I have to just trust it. And, you know, you definitely should feel comfortable enough to speak up. And if you think something's wrong, like, I've never felt like my voice wasn't heard. But I think the hardest thing for me was just adjusting to knowing when to contribute and when not to.
1: Yeah. I I think a lot lot of people struggle with figuring out set etiquette because uh, when you get on a set for the first time, it's it's tough to know what to – like I, I the first set I was ever on was actually I got invited by Tiffany Shepis, um, to come on a set uh in Richmond, Virginia, uh like an hour away from me, um, to meet uh to meet the directors of this film called Zonthology. And so I got to be on set but the whole time I knew a little bit, you know, even though this was my first set being on and, and everything and I wasn't an actor and I wasn't a you know, had anything to do with anything, I was just visiting that you pretty much just you know you 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 know when they're not you know shooting anything at that particular moment they're kind of uh setting up the next shot you can maybe talk to a couple people but you got to be careful what you say or do so just you know i just shut up for a while and um the only mm-hmm. thing i did say was i pointed out that uh the the guy that was in it was uh, m- uh played major asshole and um you know, space balls. So I was like, oh. it would be really funny if she called him major asshole. Like you're you're being like you're being a major asshole, but I didn't want to say it, so I just brought up his name, and Tiffany said it. Like said, hey, I should say this, and she had the more of the right to say it because she was more of the star, you know. So she ended up yeah. actually doing it, and it feels weird because you know, obviously, unless you know who he is, then. Her yeah, just saying you're a major asshole just sounds like she's <laughs> just insulting him, but uh, it was a funny <laughs> I mean, inside joke to... and. Uh, what was that?
2: Oh, I was just gonna say that it's, it's a fine line sometimes between like being jokey and fun versus being insulting, and you have to figure that out.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and you got to be careful what you say, kind of, because you don't want to piss somebody off, or you don't want to tell them like. I don't, you know, as a director myself, I don't like, I, I don't mind people being on set if it's not a, you know, close set or whatever, like um, friends or 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 people who are just checking stuff out. But um, I had a, I was producing a movie once, and this director, uh, I, like I had a, I had a friend of mine directing for the first time, and I was trying to help her out, and this other guy came on set and tried to tell. Uh, me, uh, that I should tell her what to do, basically. Tell these other things what to do, and I was like, I'm letting her figure this stuff out on her own, but I was kind of thinking, dude, don't be a backseat director. I don't, you know, like, I don't like that kind of stuff. And actors can kind of be like that, too, sometimes, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and everything, and you gotta be careful because some people do not like that and will fire you uh, for for you know, give me your opinions. Totally. You know? Jonathan, um, totally.
2: I want to make sure I have a very lengthy career. And so that was the hardest thing to learn. So, cause I want everyone to love me and bring me back for everything. So yeah. Not being, I love that backseat director. That's a great
1: term. Yeah, yeah for sure. definitely. Okay. So, um, we've got about, uh, I don't know. Let's see. About uh, eight minutes left of the show. Um, Is there anything that you've been up to lately that you want to kind of talk about?
2: Well, before we leave the from Jennifer world, I want to let everyone know that it is free streaming on Amazon prime right now, which is actually a really big deal. And I think that's awesome because I think everyone and their mom has Amazon prime nowadays. So the fact that you can watch from Jennifer on Amazon prime right now is awesome. But, um, I also wanted to say that it's going to be released on DVD on February 13th, just in time for oh, Valentine's wow. Day. Perfect gift for your oh, wow. significant <laughs> <laughs> Um, But what's cool about the DVD is that it's going to have, you know, like deleted scenes and, you know, bloopers and a director's commentary track. But my favorite is they're including an alternate ending, which stars me in this one scene it's just me and the camera and it was a really really deep dark ending and it's very different from what you see in the movie that you guys will see on streaming um, mm-hmm. so I think it's really cool if you like pick up the DVD and you get to see this really cool our alternate ending um, and also too the first two Jennifer's are all available on VOD as well So, um, and then four Jennifer will be coming out I think sometime this year cause we're shooting it next week and if all goes well, it should come out sometime this year. Um, and everybody should watch them, love them and share them with their grandma.
1: <laughs> definitely. Perfect. Um, yeah. Perfect movies to I, watch
2: with your grandma.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I love how you mentioned, uh, Valentine's day, like, uh, especially since the, the, from jennifer is all about revenge porn um so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, better way to tell
2: your boyfriend you love him than by showing him some revenge porn where men's private parts may or may not get injured
1: <laughs>
2: oh my gosh well that's the best way
0: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. nothing says i love you like <laughs> Um, as far as what else I'm up to, I was recently a guest host on Ridiculousness on MTV. Um, oh, wow. Which was off- It's the show with, like, Rob Deck. Dierd- you know what show I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. So that was really awesome, so I'm glad that I got to do that. But as far as 2018 goes, The possibilities are endless, right? So right now I'm not signed on to anything else for the rest of the month besides for Jennifer, which is going to be the title of the fourth film. Um, And I'm just really excited and motivated, and I have such a good feeling about this year. And I'm going to continue to um, work on my YouTube channel, which is called We Find Us Funny, and I always do comedic sketches like every other week with my two roommates. And I don't know. I think good things are going to come.
0: right?
1: So put I, I wonder. A, what was that?
0: I was just saying, it's always good to put the good energy out there.
1: You have to. Oh, will
0: it into existence, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I, I wonder if a little bit of your your character, um, you know, comes out in some of your uh, YouTube videos too. You know wow. that you do yourself. <laughs>
2: Well, no, they're very different. I don't ever do, like, vlogs and be like, oh, today I went to Pilates. No, we do, um, like, it's five minutes or less sketches. So they all have a beginning, middle, and end, and they're all scripted with some improv, obviously. But um, I'm always a character, if you will. It's never me vlogging. Very different than Stephanie. As much (laughs) as I love her in the movie, I don't think I could ever deal with doing that in real life. That would get old real quick.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Um, Okay, well, um, is there – how can people reach you?
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, so on social media, um, my handle is Meg D. Smith. It's M-E-G-D-E-E Smith, S-M-I-T-H. So you can find me on Insta or Twitter. I have a Facebook page too, Meg and Deanna Smith. Um, And then honestly, through my YouTube channel as well called We Find Us Funny – We've got a Twitter and a YouTube and an email and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, you should follow me, and love me, and share me with your grandma. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why (laughs) (laughs) this is becoming (laughs) the theme of the business. I said grandma once, and now I'm just I can't get away from it. (laughs) Uh,
1: That that should be like your uh, your tagline there. You know.
2: (laughs) 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 Um, Oh my. I
1: love it, <laughs> Alright, well, um, I just wanted to thank you both so much for calling in and, and chatting with me and um and and it's just been awesome. It was just an awesome night. So thank you so much. Um
0: great, so, uh, I'm so glad to, to join on.
1: Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I wanna want say, um, I guess uh was it uh, uh, Megan? You are welcome back anytime that you have something else that you want to um, talk about. So, uh, thank you so much.
2: Be careful what you, what you wish for, though. I may be calling you up like every week from now on. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I have uh, Laura coming on almost uh, almost every week now because she's uh, yeah, been this my co host. Really
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if she little can't little make time. it?
1: Maybe I'll ask you to co host you know, definitely,
0: I
2: will, I will guest co-host anytime you need me.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much. And, um, hope you guys have a, a, a great weekend this weekend. Um, and, and have a great time on your set. Uh, thank
2: you so much. Yeah. I hope you also enjoy your weekend. It's, isn't it like president's day on Monday? So I feel like everyone's off for the most part. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is, a is it President's Day or is it Martin Luther I, 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 King I,
2: I, I, Day? Oh, maybe it's Martin Luther King Day. I don't want to just – oh, my gosh, maybe it's yeah. Martin Luther King. I know I don't, it's I no don't remember. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking on my phone right now. Right. I don't want to sound like it. Yeah, it's definitely Martin Luther King Jr. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> Enjoy your moment off for Martin Luther King Jr.
0: Well, we
1: gotta we gotta go. By, uh, we gotta hang out because it's about to cut us off. So thank you guys so much, and thank everyone for listening. And um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. So, good night.
2: Thank you. Good night.
1: Bye. Bye.